Meeting your exact copy is never easy. Believe me, I know. Mr. Boimlers, you showed great bravery and ingenuity down there. Thank you, sir. I just wish I could keep both of you. Starfleet Command feels our missions are too complex to have the added complication of two identical crew members. I'm afraid one of you will have to return to the Cerritos as an ensign. I should be the one to go. Huh? All right, works for me. Whoa, 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 wait, I thought we were both gonna step forward and then like you'd go, oh, I should be the one to go. Nah, I'm good to stay. But what was that nod? I don't know, I just thought we were doing a copy thing, but thanks, man, that's really big of you. Hey, I wish I could be on a ship that's exploring and solving science mysteries instead of non-stop fighting. Like on the D? Exactly. Damn, do I miss that ship. Enjoy it while you have it, Bradward. I will, sir. Hey, Cap, the name Brad just feels kind of meh to me now. What do you think of William Boimler? I love it! Hey, you like Romulan Ale? Ah, I can learn! Computer, play Nightbird. to Deep Space Pride, a gay Star Trek podcast. My name is Johnson. I'm one of your hosts. And with me is Mike Thurlow, my co-host. Hello, Mike. How are you? Hi, Johnson. I am good. How are you doing today? I am fine. I'm doing okay. Um, you know, like things are at relative baseline, which is always... Sometimes. Death and dying is that's, the uh, the baseline that we're talking about. Yeah, that's honestly the most that I can ask for, you know. But um, <laughs> I mean, nowadays anyway. But yeah, uh, you know, here we are. Here we are. Or just to give or, people context, that's what you say in our Slack chat when we're throughout the day. Oh, when to give you like a status update and that's yes. what I'm doing throughout the day. Yes. Yeah, usually yeah. it's like from drowning and dying. Drowning. Um, dying. but uh, no, today today was productive it was just busy it was very busy um and i am tired what about you how was your day uh my day wasn't bad uh had some meetings but uh went to the dentist fantastic uh, Tell us yeah i got my teeth cleaned oh my uh, god do you have any cavities no amazing no, my, no just a good cleaning of my teeth they actually still like you can you know they they still hurt a little bit oh from the rigorous cleaning yeah, yeah. My my hygienist is very uh, thorough and oh. digs digs in there. So ooh, I may need to get the new yeah. dentist. Um, I like her. She's good. She's really thorough. She. So yeah. Um, but otherwise, Fine. Fun yeah. Time. And then I had a meeting later this afternoon after the dentist, and that went well too. So have a plan of action for September on some on a project. So that's good. Um, so, yeah, my day was just like back to back Zoom meetings, one of those, you know, the usual. So just clicking from Zoom meeting to Zoom meeting to Zoom. Yeah, like it's like one of those situations where there was one meeting. I was like, all right, sorry, it's like two foot nine. I gotta go because I haven't gone to the bathroom in three hours. So, <laughs> so <laughs> it was like I've not moved that, like, my bus to the bathroom. Um, and then I ran back and then it was a minute late for my next meeting. 
So. Seems pretty par for the course. Hashtag agency life. Yeah, no, definitely par for the course. This is how, how it is. Though I haven't, like, I was saying to someone today, I was like, I've never, I mean, I've been in the agency world for a while. I've, it's never been like this, where it's like so many back-to-back meetings. I do think it is exacerbated by, like, remote work. It's like every small thing needs to be in the meeting because you can't just pull someone aside and like have a conversation. But, you know, that's the world we live in. Though I mentioned today, someone was like, oh, I'm going to be in New York soon. This is a coworker. Um, I'm going to be in New York soon. We should grab drinks. And I was like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Why do I need to see you in person? But, you know, it's fine. Because that's what you're supposed to do. Um, I understand. So it's fine. This is fine. <laughs> um, how's the rest of your week looking? Anything I mean, it's fun a, or productive. It's, uh, no, I mean, everybody's going on vacation. I've already had mine. So it's nice because it'll be a quiet week and I can get caught up on some things. And yeah, it's not to bother you. Five yeah, no one. To, yeah. One of my bosses is on vacation. My other one pretty much, uh, you know, we just, you know, he'll reach out if you need something. And then, uh, yeah, it's uh, just me catching up on some things. I would mm-hmm. really love to have an empty inbox. Oh, uh, man. I love it when there's zero. Yeah, I'm. I, that's my goal. I really want to go through and just transfer all of those things into some sort of tracking thing that I can just empty out my inbox and be done with it. So, no, yeah. uh, that would be the goal. But uh, also next week is September. I can't believe it. I know. Oh, my God. It's going to be the holiday soon. It's all over. Yeah. Yeah. Are you doing anything for the holiday? Oh, yeah. I'm going to Chicago for the long weekend just to see a friend. I don't know what we're doing yet. He was like, do you want to touristy stuff? And I was like, no, I don't want to touristy stuff. He was like, do you want to like, he was like suggesting like, oh, let's take a boat tour and like see the architecture of the city. I was like, that sounds really touristy. Um, and he's like, yeah, because you haven't really done much in Chicago. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that stuff. So I don't know what we're doing. Maybe we'll just sit inside and stare at each other. I have no idea. Um, but, you know, we'll see. You we'll should, see what happens. Uh, you should scout out the city for uh, places to eat for yes. our trip to Chicago to Mission Chicago Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Should, uh, well, good segue. Um, so we do know that... Paramount CBS officially announced Star Trek Day. What is it? September 8th? September 8th is Star Trek Day, yes. But no, no, no. I was talking, we were just talking about Star Trek Mission Chicago. I understand, but I was trying to segue into kind that of was like the worst segue ever. It was a very strong pivot. I, I did I did <laughs> was, hear you. I mean, I have nothing to say about pivot. the I, I don't have nothing to say say about Star Trek Chicago because there are like what four from four confirmed guests right now right, and it's yeah. in april which is basically in 10 years so <laughs> there's really not much to say about that um but yes our plan is to go but that's and hence all. while we were talking about chicago because you can sort of plan our restauranting and yes. uh yes. things like that yes yes there we go yes but um, yeah so star trek day was announced today uh for september 8th yes so that's and oh then, so that's after the holiday that is after the holiday. It's Do you have any uh, predictions. Well, I mean, they did say some sneak peeks and some surprises. So I'm a thousand, a thousand percent positive we're going to hear something about Strange New Worlds. Well, so we've got a new logo for it. We've got the oh, yeah. Oh. 
Um, we've got the logo for it, uh, or the the title, the title, the way that the title is, you know, written out. The, so. the font. The font. Yes, it was. Yes, uh, font. I love typography. Uh, so we have that. So I think that that's going to be uh, center of focus. Also, oh, cool, uh, cool. there's been some talk on the internet through several news channels about Prodigy launching. I think October twelfth. Um, yeah, nobody can confirm the date. It's it is not confirmed yet. No, it it's apparently is on IMDb or something like that, which so. is definitely to be trusted. Not, um, but so I imagine we'll have, we'll find out what's next after lower decks. Yeah. I think that time, well, that time it kind of makes sense with the lower deck schedule more or less, I think more or less. Yeah. yeah. I think that that probably falls right in, right in line with. That probably wasn't a huge leap. They're just probably saying, thinking Prodigy is the next one and uh, it's going to pick up the week after uh, Lower Decks ends. So, well, we don't even know how many episodes Prodigy is going to be. So, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Discovery is definitely this year too. So, it might be. I mean, they may not be. Discovery may not be this year. They literally just finished wrapping the show. Yeah, but usually post-production, um, you know, there are sometimes shows like are still going, they're still in post-production even when it's airing. So the first few episodes are probably in the can already and then they're just still wrapping up like the last few. My, my prediction though, I think I think we're going to see Strange New Worlds this year and not... Uh, Apology uh, was announced, not sorry, not Apology, Discovery was announced for 2021. Yeah, but things change because, it, I mean, they, they did almost what was it like 10 months of production on this season? So uh, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, you know, Strange Your Worlds wrapped up a while ago. It's uh, people are definitely looking forward to it. Also, it would give them more time to work on Discovery since it just wrapped. And uh, so maybe I don't know. I don't I disagree, but these are all just shots. These in the are dark, all, yeah, no these are all. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, yeah, who really knows? But uh, I, I, my feeling is we're going to see Strange New Worlds before Discovery. Oh. And we may not even see Discovery until after Picard, which would be... What? Where are you... That, how does that even make any sense? Picard didn't even... Picard specifically had a 2022 announcement date. Discovery is 2021. There's no way they would pick Discovery after Picard. We'll see. All right. I'll do what? Like, do you have inside like, information? Like, no, like, like they've never changed the date of release of things like that no they, they do, of course but i i seriously doubt they'll change they'll change out the um the order that much well we'll, we'll, we'll see uh we'll see. you know clearly uh, some struggles more with change than others i am comfortable with change i would be oh perfectly- no i'm totally comfortable with change <laughs> i would perfectly love to see prodigy followed by strange new worlds i'm totally fine with that i mean uh well i don't i don't have a problem with it i just don't think it's gonna happen but again, we don't really have that much to go off of. So it's all right. we don't. So that's on the 8th. So uh, I guess there's also some musical piece that I saw a brief mention of. I haven't really gone to the, the what? website. This? No, there's something musical that's happening with uh, this day as well. So I don't so know. So are you going to actually watch a panel? Uh, on the 8th? I don't know. It's it's. I mean, honestly, that week is super busy for me. So I don't actually really know. 
really know how much time I'm going to have on that Wednesday. The 8th is a Wednesday, okay. Yeah, so uh, I'll probably get the news and then decide if it's worth... I mean, obviously, as soon as the trailer is played for that day, it oh, goes, yeah. up, it goes out far. to all of the social medias, and so you you know you can kind of pick up things like that. And yeah, I can watch a two-minute trailer or whatever. Or, for sure, you know, yeah click the highlights uh but uh yeah uh that week is incredibly busy and full and uh yeah it's uh it's all it's all gas after after uh after labor day it's all gas it's all what oh for the holidays yeah i mean no, i mean no it's all gas as in like it's all light you know warp speed ahead i understand for the holidays, I'm asking. Is it because of the holidays that get so busy? No, September's coming. I mean, things are ramping up. We, you know, think that weekend. I mean, that weekend is packed with work <laughs> for me, huh. and uh, for both jobs. And um, yeah, and then you know, when you have a shorter week, inevitably things come up, and you know, oh. so it's gonna be it's. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a busy time. It's going to be busy. Gonna be yeah. busy. Hit the ground well, running. we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't, again, I'm not really a panel type, but I will definitely be watching the trailers, whatever teasers or trailers or whatever they release. Yeah. And that's just that you hopefully is more exciting than the 55 year mission. So there we go. Well, I mean, this is an officially licensed, sanctioned thing. So I think there'll be lots of news and lots of, lots of good stuff so i'm looking forward to it but yeah i will probably have to watch it on the flip side on demand yeah um or we'll have to talk about it because that's wednesdays when we normally record so we'll just have to we'll just have to talk about it uh and and get caught up uh in the moment so or we could do like we did with the Sky. Remember when? Oh yeah, I remember almost a year ago. So we're up to almost a year. We did watch the discovery. Oh my god, yes, our one year anniversary. Yeah, we did watch the discovery uh, trailer together for the first time, and then did our thoughts right after. So yes, 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 uh, I remember. So yeah, maybe we'll do that again this year, because that will actually be the one year recording episode. Ah, look at that funny so there we go there we go more on that uh probably next week because we'll have to figure out what we're going to do for our anniversary i my mind is not there yet we'll see what happens i mean it's only two weeks away i understand um cool well why don't we transition into talking about this week's lower decks episode kayshawn his eyes open sounds good let's do it Rutherford, Tendi. What do you two think we should do? We two? I don't know. This isn't really my... Well, actually, these are Excalbian bones. With enough friction, they break down and become acidic. Which we could use to cut through the wall paneling and access the engineering subconduits. And those run the length of the ship. <laughs> Honestly, we could have bypassed all the scary stuff by using them from the start. What? Why didn't you say something before? Because you guys were in charge. <laughs> okay, the escape pod should be down this way. If that's still the plan. It is if you say it is, buddy. Stay alert, stay alive. Damn! So, Mike, I told you I only saw this episode one time. So, and this is last week. So, things are a bit fuzzy. I know you watched it three times. 
At least three or four so, times, yeah. Including including um, a final rewatch right before we started recording. So yes. there we go. Um, so Mike, what do you think of this episode? I definitely like this episode uh, better than the opener. Uh, you know, I mean, it's degrees of good or better, but uh, other than that, you know, the the best part about episode one for me was the opening scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this episode has a lot going on and it's got two stories running simultaneously. Uh, one on the Titan with Boimler and one on this collector ship with, uh, with Mariner and Jet Manhaver and mm-hmm. who joins Beta Shift as sort of Boimler's replacement. Right. Uh, who's also uh, very different, very similar to Boimler, but also a little bit stronger. A little like bit a, different. A yeah. little more confident, like yes, a little more bossy. Yes. Less, less screaming. Yeah, um, a lot of fighting with him between him and Mariner uh, uh, as the opening scene plays out in the oh, the sonic shower scene. scene. I like, like sonic yeah. shower scene. We've never seen a sonic shower, and now we have in lower depth. No, we've seen a sonic shower before. We have. Yes, we have in Voyager. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's all right. Uh, I don't remember that, but okay. Yeah. Um, so we yeah, haven't seen I, much know. of the sonic showers, but yeah, we've seen it before. Well, uh, you know, we get a. So I think one of the things that's carried over from the first episode is Mariner's still pissed off at Brad for leaving well, Bradward. Yes. Yes. Uh, and uh, she's also very comfortable being in charge and bossing people around, and uh, it's her natural state of being. Yeah, and doing things her way, and uh, and and Jet is also similar in that he's also, I mean, obviously he has a different approach, but he also is the take charge type. Yes, and he expects people to follow. Yes, and I do. I did enjoy halfway through. They realized. Oh, maybe we should ask the rest of our other ensigns who are here. Yeah. Uh, you know, Tendi and Rutherford. So I thought that was a nice switch. And actually, one of my favorite lines in the, uh, and of course, I can't remember the exact stay alert. What did Tendi say as she's going into the tunnel? She says, stay alert. I don't remember. I watched it a week ago. Stay alert, stay alive, or something like that. So mm-hmm. I thought that was really, and both Jet and Mariner were like, hey, okay. Um, so that was one of my favorite lines from there. Uh, but, you know, everyone on the Internet is just going crazy over this collector ship. I know. I know. And I, you and and I, like, I, we, like we talked about, I'm yeah. a little less. I, I, I like it when the Easter eggs are kind of weaved into the story and plots. Yes. But if it's just kind of in the background, I, I appreciate it. But I don't really. I'm, I'm not, not the type to freeze frame. And yeah, like, we don't freeze There frame. were things I was curious about, like. I, I like the Spock too, like you yeah. know, fossil essentially. I, like I, I didn't know what that was, so I was like, "What is that?" Because I've never watched the anime series, and I have no intention to. But um, yeah, I, I was just like, "Oh, I don't this." I was like, "It has to be a reference to something." I just don't know what it is. So then, why you looked it up? And- when I looked it up, I was like, "Oh, okay, whatever." Yeah, so there's that. I mean, I noticed a few things on this last watch here. Obviously, I didn't go through. You know, Aaron Harvey uh, in Camp Kittimer, also of Infinite Trek, uh, put together 50 of these uh, items from the collector ship, which is incredibly impressive. I mean, wow. I mean, he's also an expert on the animated series. 
uh, has written a couple of books on that, I think. And, uh, and so, you know, I didn't even, one, the graphic was so, you know, so small and yet I was looking at it on my phone. So I was like, but that's impressive to go through and find 50, at least 50. And yeah, I think there was I, probably even more than that, but you know, I did pick up on the game. Uh, right. yeah, I picked up on Odo's, um, Odo's bucket. Uh, there was a trombone. There were a few other things. I'm trying to think. I imagine that that Roman statue was probably from TOS or something. Uh, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, there were, you know, there were a number of things in there. Uh, obviously, Spock's bones. I didn't have a clue about that either. Um, I've only watched a couple of the animated episodes, so mm-hmm. I've never watched the whole series. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like you said, like I, I pay attention more when those Easter eggs are weaved into the bit of the story. Right. Uh, but and- it's cool that they're there, you know, I because people love that shit. So, yeah, you know, it, it, it definitely, I think, excites the fan base. And that's great. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it also shows how much, even though this is a comedy, how much the both the writers and the artists love Star Trek. Yeah, because you know, I mean, this is not something that was probably all these things were not written into the script. I imagine that this came through the the drawing and art art part 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 of the process. Spit it out, Michael. Um, so I think that, you know, I think knowing that the the animators on this show are Star Trek fans and really are all these deep cuts is uh, is pretty amazing. So so that's you know, that's the adventure with uh, with Mariner, Jet, Tendi and Rutherford and Kayshawn, the new character who gets made into a doll within. I know, that was kind of random, but I was like, oh, my God, that's just like more spike to sell for people. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the or... Internet exploded on that as well with uh, someone did a finger. I saw a finger puppet today of that. That's cute. Um, but I'm sure that we will be seeing a Kayshawn uh, teddy bear. Some God, of course, somewhere. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I saw it. I was like, all right, it's more merchandise. And they did a really nice job. And, you know, obviously he's Tamarian. It's from the episode, Dar- you know, we learn about the Tamarians from uh, Darmok. In yeah. Den. The children and of Hamar. The children of Hamar? Tamar. Tamar. Oh, is that? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, that's what they're called. Ah, okay. Now let me look it up just to make sure. I didn't. I didn't it's actually. Been, it's been I, a while since I watched Darmok, so. Yeah, I was actually um, going to get to it, but I I ended up watching the most toys, and then Sarek Sarek came right after that, so I watched that, and then I didn't jump ahead to watch Darmok this week, but, um, so and I I wanted did want to, but, uh, so that's you know that's the a plot I guess because I mean the main most of the main characters are in that part of the plot and then we get to go over to the titan the children of tama also known as the tamarians there we go okay all right there we go Tamar. there we go thank you so the second half of the or the other part of this episode was boimler's adventures on the titan and he seems to be screaming a lot oh my uh, god there's so much screaming i would there's a lot of him yeah there's, there's a lot of screaming yeah, experienced it firsthand in vegas like, yeah yeah there's, exactly there's everything um, but you know, I um, I, I really liked um, 
the scenes where you you know we see Boimler just being very much a fish out of water on the Titan. Like he's just like very nervous, like with the pack leads and everything that's going on. He's just like kind of whimpering the whole time. And then when he's in the senior staff meeting, he's like, he's like taking too many notes and it's, yeah, just, like, it's, it's just so him. Um, and I think it, uh, it just really exemplifies how he is just uh, a different kind of breed than everyone else. And then, but then later on when he's like, yeah, you know, like um, when, when he's with the other officers, the names of who, you know, which escaped me, I don't even know if they're all named. Um, I just really liked how they were kind of making fun of all these Enterprise D next gen yes. callbacks. Yeah. Um, and they were saying like, oh, Record must have been so bored on the, on the D or whatever. You know, with the string quartets, and I was thinking, I was like, I like the string quartets. I mentioned that to you. I like the string quartets. That's actually some of the some of my favorite scenes involve like some of the uh, talent shows in Ten Forward. And then Boimler later was like, I like string quartets or whatever. I don't even yeah. remember. Like, yeah, like, um, which got us talking about that scene in Sarek, um, right. where Sarek, yeah, great scene. Right. Sarek, you know, when he shows when up he and sheds a tear during. Yeah, uh, the performance. The, the Mozart night, which wasn't Mozart, it was Brahms, but I'm just saying. <laughs> they were playing a Brahms piece when they were when when he cried. But um yeah, I I I love the the um the 10 forward string quartets or or whatever the classical yes. shows they put on. So um so yeah, I just think that uh Boimler is just very different from the rest because he's just like yeah, like he wants to explore and do science. And like, you know, that's a kind of boldly going that he likes versus um, what everyone else's perception of being in Starfleet meant. And I really like that. Well, and they all came around and said, yeah, I joined for, for you know, studying Moss or something right. like that. And yeah, yeah, I thought that was good. Which is totally a TNG thing too. You have like, yeah, you have like these like, scientists that would specialize in really random fields yeah yeah uh you know uh the titan is a front frontline ship and is facing down the the pack leads and doing all these uh what did he say highly serialized highly dramatic you know oh, i don't remember this line oh this yeah for uh boimler? When, yeah boimler gets back and and says yeah it's a very highly serialized Highly dramatic. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, or that's something that's, to that effect. I can't oh yeah, remember. Yeah, that's like uh, that's like Star Trek now. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's definitely definitely sort of poking fun at the seriousness of of other shows versus obviously it's so the serious. Community. It's uh, like the, versus the, the universe is always at stake. Yeah, exactly. Versus you know just the fun and and excitement and uh, comedy of lower decks. So. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And then, uh, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, you, it, you don't catch on to it until the end, but Boimler does talk about Riker's twin. And the, I know. Okay. So we should definitely talk about this because it's obviously like a major plot point, but I, I, I'm curious as to, we haven't talked about this, so this is the first time we're discussing it. Um, honestly, I thought that it was a bit of a cop-out. Like I enjoyed 
obviously the reference to Second Chances. I think that's when we discovered Tom Riker. Um, but uh, I was also kind of like, okay, they they wait, they basically want to eat their cake and wait, what's the what's the idiom? Have their cake and eat have it. Have their too. cake and eat it too. Right. They want to like have Boiler still be on the Titan. Thank you for your English expertise. Um, they they want Boiler on the Titan, but they also want him on the Cerritos. So I'm kind of just like, all right, it's fine. I mean, I, I I thought it was personally, I thought it was a bit of a letdown. I don't know how you felt about it. I mean, I thought it was uh, as Rutherford said, very typical Boimler to have something like that happen to him. So uh, I think the difference here is obviously that they are identical up until the point when they, you know, they're transported away, which is literally like a minute before they meet mm-hmm. themselves. So there, there's not really this huge difference like there are in the Rikers, right? Of Right. Uh, so it's, you know, you do kind of get a clone of yourself, uh, but apparently the one that's come back to the Cerritos is the, the copy, not the original, if there is such a thing. So, I don't know about that. Yeah, but then, you know, know, so he is sort of the the uh, copy, though. It's interesting to see that uh, William uh, Boimler is, uh, is a different character when he comes back. Like, he's he's yeah. already different. So it's it's weird to think that, you know, I don't know. I feel like he's actually the one that's the copy, not not the Brad that goes back to the Cerritos. But uh, I thought it was it was fine. Right, it was funny. I, I thought it was, you know, it, it was typical, you know, very typical Boimler. And it was just it's comedy. It's, uh, you know, it's it's not going to have any in-universe shat- earth shattering effects. Yeah. Other than it would be, you know, maybe it'll be cool to meet an elder Boimler uh in Picard or something like that. So oh my God, that'd be so weird. Um or maybe maybe there'll be a, a mention of him if Riker comes back on Picard at some point and there's a mention about uh um, William Boimler. That would be pretty pretty cool. Or even Brad, Brad Boimler, you know, who knows? Who knows what he'll become as he kind of continues to grow and develop as a character. But uh, I thought it was fine. Uh, I thought it was, you know, I, it was unexpected. I was surprised. I was surprised. Yeah, I, by it. I was very surprised that they basically resolved it so quickly. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's what was missing from the first episode, to be honest, right, other sure. than other than Mariner's uh, Miranda class uss mcduff opening scene which was great Mm -hmm. uh i thought the rest of the episode lacked that that uh black boimler didn't have black boimler in a way that was kind of uh you know disappointing you know and less than you know a lot of people thought that last week's episode was the best uh best episode ever so of lower decks uh i thought it was i definitely thought it was missing that Hmm. I yeah, about I, I, I don't. I don't think it was. I think I enjoyed. It was a lot good. Of it. I liked it. it yeah, I it was good. I, I would say it was. It was standard. Standard good for lower decks. I don't think it was the best lower decks episode ever. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, but I did hear a few people say that, and so you know, everyone has their favorite episodes. I, I probably wouldn't go back. I would go back to the first scene and watch it again because that's kick ass and and funny and good. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, the rest, you know, the rest of the episode definitely missed. 
Brad Boimler. And right. so I'm glad that they got him back okay. as quickly as they did. I, they, I'm glad they didn't draw this out. Um, I don't think that, I mean, Jet's an interesting character, but I don't think he's a replacement for Brad in any sense of mm. the, the uh, no. of the plot. So well, Mariner agrees with you because once she sees one, or she's like, "Hey, it's my friend." I was like, "Oh my god!" And like, you know what? I actually rewound it this time. I didn't realize when she says that she actually slaps Jet in the face. Yeah, with yeah. She's like, "Get out!" Yeah. Uh, no, she like slaps his face, and he's like. Like this, it's hilarious. I rewound it to watch it again because I heard the slap and I was like, oh, and did she really slap him? And she did. She like put her like basically palmed his face with a slap. Uh, And, um, you know, Jet. Yeah, he was uh, out there pretty quick. Yeah, Jet, you know, backs away and backs out of out of the group. Uh, But yeah, I'm glad that they're back. So I'm, I'm looking forward to you tomorrow's episode where we'll get to see uh the four tom of them paris. oh and tom paris yeah what are you gonna say no the i'm i'm excited to see the four of them back together on this oh video. yes you know i you know i think tom fine tom paris is on there great <laughs> come on no it's fine uh i'm not that excited about tom paris i'm sorry it's oh my god no, i'm excited about tom paris no i'm not gonna get excited about tom paris no uh, no, it's just not that exciting. Uh, oh, honestly. Um, although, if since we're talking about Voyager, I mean, Tuvok does end up on the Titan. What? In the books. Oh, in the books, which are they canon? But that's fine. Yeah, so uh, that would be interesting to see that. But he so far has not showed up on the Titan. And Deanna was missing from the Titan this week completely. So... I know um, counseling. There was a, another counselor in blue on the bridge. Some interesting. Uh, well, that's on the Cerritos bridge. No, 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 not Miglam, not Miglamo. Uh, although he was on the bridge. Uh, no, on the Cerritos, on the Titans bridge, there was a new counselor. Oh, or really? someone sitting in that chair that Deanna well, would normally. Yeah, is that necessarily the counselor's chair? He was wearing a blue unit. He had a blue under tunic, so. He's like definitely science sciences? or what? Like sciences? Could be science officer. Yeah, I feel there's only like one counselor per ship. Well, so no, who knows? I don't. I no. There's no way one counselor could counsel a thousand people or how many people are on. I don't know. We haven't seen like multiple counselors. We've seen mo- many doctors in in the in sick bay i'm but, sure there's um, more than one counselor yes i've never come across that in any tng or any star trek episode uh maybe not in, in the episode but definitely in the novels there's been some reference to other counselors. oh okay the novels again yes. um uh, in fact on the uh in the picard novel with deanna and Riker, there were multiple counselors all right so, again so there we canon? go canon question mark yes. Yes, no, no question mark. Uh, Pic- there's a Picard novel. It was can- it's canon. I, I I don't believe it's canon until it's in memory alpha because okay. all the novels, including those quote unquote canon novels, are always going to be in memory beta because until oh, we see it on oh. screen. Oh, and I forgot. Way. I forgot that uh, memory alpha is Star Trek sanctioned, right? It's got that seal of approval. I don't from, know. I don't from, know. I mean, like, the thing is, if it's in a novel, I feel it's it's very like do, to me, it's very dubious. The way that the novels are going, and obviously new novel three a trilogy of novels is coming out this fall, 
that kind of sums up the or resolves all of the discrepancies between the literary Trek universe and the television Trek universe. So I mean, those have never been canon, like the just the literary ones, like Destiny and things like that. Yeah, and I, I understand this. This series is wrapping it up and bringing everything back into equity with like Picard and Lower right. Decks and Titan right. and all that stuff. Right. Like because it's it's a year too far off. I mean, the the Destiny novels weird. were written way before. Oh yeah, um, Picard was announced. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely no. So that that's happening. But the way that the new novels, all of the Picard, all of the all of the Discovery novels have been written, they've been in, in conjunction with the writing staff on each of the shows. So sure. yeah, I just I just there's a lot more tighter there's yeah. tighter integration now between the novels and the uh, television series. It's, yeah. it's looked at as one one production sort of now. Mm. Oh, no, we'll see. What do you mean? There's this isn't like a debatable topic. This is what happens behind the scene. We'll see. No, I know there's like I, I understand that they consult the staff. I just don't really know if I would consider it like true canon. Well, uh, canon is, you know, and every, you know, let's not beat canon over the head with itself. Mm. You know, Same. it doesn't really matter. It's all Same. part of Star Trek. In any case, um, we can move on. Well, is there anything else about this episode we want to talk about? We talked about the collectorship. We talked about um, Sonic Shower. The Shower. Uh, you know, Kayshawn is back to his normal self. Oh, I did like the little scene where Miglamo, Miglamo, any whatever his name is, uh, goes into sick bay and wants to play with the doll, and it clearly right. says on there, "This is not a toy. Do right. not touch it." Uh, and Tiana has to yell at him. Uh, not to touch it. Uh, we so get we get Captain Freeman who who gets her assessment and yes, she's, and <laughs> she's told that she micromanages. Yes, and oh, one of my favorite parts of this was uh, she like sort of she's not asking anybody. She says, "I can't believe it. No, no one here would think that I micromanage." And then everyone's eyes dart in a different direction, <laughs> like all in unison and then they all go back to work it's just hilarious uh she's such a micromanager she is a huge micromanager and and this proves that she will continue to be because yeah it's a this uh way team became a shit show supposedly so anyway uh there's that uh and then kayshawn is back to normal he tries to pick up someone at the bar and she gets up and goes away oh and there is a like a quick little scene i i that i thought was interesting i think that there is a gay couple or there was someone at the bar in a blue uniform human looked uh vaguely male okay uh with their hand on uh, a vulcan uh, in red's shoulder and i thought that they both looked male and so i interpreted that as a gay couple in the uh in the cerritos's 10 forward Sure. Um, so I did. I did sort of catch that. Okay. I, I yeah. I didn't. I didn't see that. Well, I mean, you you've watched it once. You can go back and watch it again and and pick yeah. up on some of these things. I'm sure you'll you'll find more to bring up. So. And there we go. You. That's yeah. uh, that's Kayshawn, His eyes open. Episode two of Lower Decks. Yeah. So we were already two episodes in, but. You know, September's around the corner. 
and the year is almost over. So it, there we are. I mean, it's two thirds over. Yeah, it's crazy. No, it's crazy. 2021 is flying by. It is. It is. Okay. All right. Well, that does it for this episode. So why don't we move on to a bit of off topic? Okay. Cool. So, Mike, what else other than Star Trek have you been watching? I have, uh, I, I don't know. I don't think I've shared this with the, the podcast, but I've been watching. I, I noticed Alias on Amazon Prime one day. And, yes, Alias. Uh, which I, I watched on its original run, have not watched it since. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. I may, may, college. May, or, may or may not have. I don't know. It may I may still have the DVD collection in Oh uh, my god, are you serious? In storage, I may. I may. Um Oh my god, the DVD it is collection. uh it is uh one of my favorite shows. Uh, it is uh primarily why I love Jennifer Garner even to this day. Oh my god. Um, so I that was also kind of like the start of like JJ being a serialized storyteller. Yep. Yeah, because yes, it was yes, because it was Alias came Alias came before Lost yep. because before Alias what was it Felicity, I think. Oh, I don't know. I, mean, I never watched Felicity really. I watched Felicity. a little bit. Of, um, um, but you so. know, this is this is the the bad robot team. This is Alex Kurtzman. Uh, this is Robert Orkai. Uh, all the people who did Lost did this show or. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, and so obviously good. we know Alex Kurtzman now runs all of Star Trek. So, um, he did not get fired. He's, he's not get fired five times. He's going to be there until 2026 and get yeah. a big deal. So five year deal. Uh, but yeah, so I'm enjoying watching alias. I re I binged like seriously binged in about a week, the first season. The first season is really good. Uh, it is. And uh, Michael Vaughn is very hot. Yes. Uh, Michael Vaughn is crush worthy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so I watched that in, within a week or so. And then the second season, you know, I was a little, uh, it's a diff- it's, it's still good. Still enjoying it. It's just different. And I've been slowing down watching it and, and not as drawn to it in the second season, but I am, uh, two thirds of the way through. I have just finished watching this week. At some point, I watched uh, probably when I was doing laundry after Las Vegas. I watched it. Um, I watched the episode where I think it was the Super Bowl episode that year, and uh, the ending is that uh, Phase Two has begun. So one uh, Sloan is a freaking mastermind of evil. Mm. Uh, and uh poor francie is dead spoiler Uh, and replaced by a duplicate um so yeah uh, that was that was uh yeah and we're moving we're moving towards the end of the season where season three she wakes up two years later uh i did not so uh we're moving towards that but i'm you know so I've slowed down a little bit, but that's primarily what I've been watching. Uh, we did just watch the first two episodes of The Chair with Sandra O oh on Netflix. Yes, yes, great, great uh, and short and sweet. Yeah, uh, and uh, we've also watched uh, Suicide Squad. Yes, we both did. Well, yep. you watched it. Oh, watched you, it the you weekend it came before out. We went to Vegas, right? Yeah, I watched yeah. it when we were coming back from Vegas. 
Yeah. On the plane. That's mainly what I've been doing off topic. I mean, I've been doing some reading. I'm reading the um, Ark of the Sky book series. So by Neil Schusterman. Um, So I'm in the middle of book two, Thunderhead. And um, yeah, I'm really loving that. And that's uh, pretty much pretty much it. Uh, a few other audiobooks here and there, but that is uh, pretty much what I've been watching. What about you? What have, what off-topic stuff have you been doing? Well, yeah, so Suicide Squad, um, I finished a chair. I watched a chair in one sitting, um, of course, um, which was really good. Um, I mean, we can talk about it after you're done. I feel like the characters are all a mess, but, you know, it's still, it's still good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's clear it's clear that life for almost all of these characters is some form of disaster. So I, I was like, but I still liked it. Um, I watched this anime called Darwin's Game on Netflix. Oh, okay. Which is very I know I know you're not really an, into anime, but this is it's very 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 much like Alice in Borderland. It reminded me of Alice. Oh, Borderland. okay, yeah instantly which were hopefully there'll be a second season of that I think there, yeah i think they're already renewed for season two um but very similar in many respects and i enjoyed it i watched it in one sitting <laughs> what's it called again darwin's game darwin's game okay yeah but it is an anime it's a cartoon i don't know if you're into cartoons or not but like no, yeah you, i definitely know. enjoy it oh you're into like last airbender oh, i watched um masters of universe uh, oh, I started watching that. Yeah. I started watching that. I've yeah, I it was forgot. good actually. I really liked it. I, I was never really super into the original He-Man series, but I really liked um, the Netflix. Yeah, I've watched a couple of episodes of that. I've gone actually now that you remind me, I've gone back and I didn't realize that Transformers had re- re- uh, released the second and third chapters of their what they're doing. Oh yeah, no, I've heard about. I'm I'm, I'm not really watching Transformers, but I I have heard. So I started watching the second series, which I guess came out almost a year ago or nine months ago, and then they just came out like a couple months ago with the third series. Ah, I see. see. Uh, But somehow I missed that, so I'm sort of watching that on and off. But you know, it's hard with new Star Trek and uh, getting ready for more Star Trek. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, what else? So you watched uh, Darwin's Game. What else? Yeah, He Man, um, the chair. Wait, oh, I'm watching Ted Lasso. Oh, okay. Yes, Ted Lasso. I really like it. Um, it's it's also like another thirty minute show. Um, I'm not usually into comedies, so you know, I would say. I mean, like, I guess the chair. The chair is kind of like a dark comedy. Um, Ted Lasso is more of like a straight up comedy kind of well it's not like a sitcom it's like I guess it also kind of falls in that genre of a dark comedy Um, but I really like it Uh, Jason Sudeikis is great Um, see I'm not the biggest Jason Sudeikis fan I didn't I didn't really like him on uh, The Office found him super super annoying and I just didn't like him after that kind of like I don't really I mean I don't really love um, who came to the 55 year mission. Rain Wilson. I'm not a huge Rain. Oh, Wilson. yeah. Not a huge Rain Wilson. I, I did. He so did a great I, job I as Harry Mudd. I will give him that. He did a great job as Harry Mudd. But again, 
just like I'm not a huge Andy Dick fan, so I really don't like uh, Sparky or whatever his name was, uh, the Delta. Um, yeah, in Message in a Bottle. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't enjoy him, but he also... Oh, no, it's uh, Jack McBear played... Uh, sorry, yes, I don't like Andy Dick, who played EMH version 2. Okay, you have all these people you don't like. I don't, I don't even know anymore. Um, whatever, that's fine. Um, is there anything else? I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to um the morning show season two that's coming out soon, September. Um, I'm looking forward to Foundation. That's another Apple TV um series. Um, that I think I might have to renew my uh, Apple TV. I let it lapse. I know there's a lot of Apple TV stuff. Um. I've been watching American Horror Stories, the anthology series, the anthology spinoff, but I am going to be watching the like season 10 of American Horror Story, which starts today. Um, and uh, is that it? I mean, we haven't done Off Topic in a while, so there's a lot of catching up to do. Um, yeah. And I've also been playing Pokemon Unite, which is a new Pokemon game that is free on the Switch. Oh, um, okay. I will not get into it because you're not a gamer, but uh well, you talk about it for our listeners who are gamer. I mean, it's just like uh, you know, it's uh it's a I don't I don't even know. It's it's kind of like a battle royale game. It's like you have a team a two teams of five and you're just trying to it's kind of like capture the flag style gaming. And um no, it's fun, it's good, and, and it's again it's free. Um it's uh i don't know i'm not gonna answer it there's too much to tell but it's fine it's fine and it's another way to waste time so there we are there we go so yeah there's a lot of things going on um other than star trek the uh honestly the options are limitless at this point in in terms of um content but uh you know we all find our little niches of content. In fact, I'm opening Netflix now to see what I'm going to watch after we finish recording. But, um, you know, we all have our little niches of content to watch nowadays. So Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's... it's, it's uh, oh, it's I also watched like the uh, the Witcher. And <laughs> I'm looking at my Netflix. I also watched the Witcher anime that came out Monday. Is it a Monday. movie or is it a... It's a movie. It's only like an hour, 20 minutes. It is okay. uh, perfectly serviceable. Um, I enjoyed it. Dennis is watching it right now or a oh. little while ago. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I started watching Manifest because Netflix kept pushing it on me. <laughs> um, I started watching you to it watch and I... more. What was that? They want you to watch more. Yeah, so. well, I watched like one, the first season and I was like, you know what? I'm good. Um, so I think that is mostly it maybe but there might be other stuff it's okay it's fine yeah it's gonna uh, it's gonna get harder as work gets bu- as well as life gets busier and figuring out what to yeah but, uh, i was i was pleasantly surprised about the 30 minute episode time of the chair and oh, yeah uh it's quick and i actually was like what how long was this episode like what uh, that's it uh so i was pleasantly surprised by that uh and that's what i that you know i'm sort of enjoying those non-star trek things that are short like that that i can mm-hmm. get you know watching an episode at a time i mean alias yeah is, sometimes like a 50 minute episode or something is just feels a little daunting 
Funny. Yeah, no, I mean, why, th- I think that's also why I've slowed down a little bit on Alias because each episode's 40 minutes. Even though I'm thankful for Amazon allowing me to skip the ad, skip the recap, and also skip the opening credits. So I uh, am thankful for that. But even so, that's still 40 minutes uh, after all of that. So it's um, it's a lot to, uh, to digest. But th- these 20 to 30 minute episodes are a nice change. Yeah. And if they're really well watched, you know, if they're really well written and done, then yeah, of course you're gonna let the next episode play and yeah, watch, you know. So, but uh, I like the option of not having to. So. Yes, I agree. I agree. All right. Well, I think that does it for this episode. Mike, do you want to talk a little bit about our sponsor? Absolutely. Uh, Fan sets is our exclusive sponsor of. Trek Geeks Podcast Network and Deep Space Pride. And uh, they've got a bunch of great pins coming out. Uh, they just released the number one in Jerry Ryan Women of Trek pins, which are amazing and which are currently behind me in my pin board. Uh, I picked them up at uh, the 55 year mission. And we get to meet uh, Lou and John and the team from Fansets, and they're really awesome people. So Definitely go check them out. Uh, I know I don't actually know what's coming out next week for September 1st, but uh, I think uh, one of the ones that Michael Burnham as in her captain's uniform from the end of season three. Oh, okay. Guinan is coming out. Admiral Kirk uh, from Star Trek 2 slash 3 slash 4. Jillian is coming out or no? Uh, I I can't remember. Um, from Star Jillian Trek, Taylor from from from, uh, from Star Trek Four. Yes, Voyage Home. Um, Voyage Home. Yes. Uh, a lot of people got to see that in the movie theaters, which is cool. Oh yeah, no, I heard about that. Uh, was it like remaster or something? What was it? Or was it just a? Re- it's the thirty fifth anniversary, right? I don't know. Oh, it was it was remastered in four K. But anyway, Julian Taylor, yeah, bitch. All right, nice job. Uh, anyway, go to fansets.com. They have over 300 Star Trek pins, including a Delta collection that is amazing. And you can get the Delta collection in either pins or magnets. Uh, I've gotten a couple, I got a couple of magnets while I was at, uh, I got the Discovery Magnet Com badge slash personal transporter slash tricorder slash everything Wait, you is want. Is that in your pin box? No, it's a it's somewhere else. I did not put the magnets in the pin box. Okay. My pin box is full, so I'm going to have to Yeah, it's like very cramped. Well, it's yes. I may have to make a second one, which is was a huge project. I I remember. Uh when I did it the first I was, time. I was uh present. You're present through Zoom. Yes, that's correct. You weren't you weren't here. because uh, that was during the pandemic. That's correct. But anyway, so go check out Fansets. We love them. Uh, they make great products. There are over 300 pins to check out. Throw a bunch in your cart. Uh, if you put over $30 in your pin of pins in your cart, uh, it'll be free shipping in the US. And if you use the code DSPRIDE, all one word, all caps. Yes, all caps. 
you will get 10% off your order. So go support a great small business, a great team. They have amazing customer support and they're just awesome people. Mm -hmm. So please go check them out. And uh, we thank Fansets for supporting Deep Space Pride and the Truck Geeks Podcast Network. Thanks, Fansets. Cool. All right. There we have it. Well, Mike, another episode in the can, episode 46. We are marching our way towards our one year anniversary. So I guess that'll be episode 48, I guess. Yeah. Somewhere so, around. So, well, we'll have to think of something. Yeah. Next week, we'll have an announcement about our plans for our anniversary episode. And um, also, uh, do you want to tell people how they can find us? Um, oh, yeah. That's right. Yes, you can reach us through the socials um, on Twitter and Instagram at Deep Space Pride, or you can email us at deepspacepride at gmail.com, and we will watch out for all your messages from our three listeners. (laughs) There we we go. There we are. Cool. All right. Well, Mike, I hope you have a great week i hope you enjoyed tomorrow's episode of lower decks and we'll talk soon yeah thanks for listening everybody have a great week and we'll see you again next time bye Space Pride is a production of Coconut Media Works. Executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.